You're listening to episode 57, Spiritual Imagination. Welcome to Midlife Confidence, where it's all about women living a fulfilling life as they move beyond 40, 50, and 60. I'm Vana Davis, a certified life coach with 20 years of my own midlife journey behind me. And just like you, my best years still ahead. I'll take you inside real life coaching with a guest client so you can see for yourself how a beautiful life starts with a beautiful mind. When it comes to living our most meaningful life and experiencing the peace and fulfillment that we want, our mind is where it's at. That's where our power starts. So I'm always seeking ways to design the mind I want to live with. Today, I'll share one of my favorite practices with you, one that I know I'm probably only scratching the surface of myself, and yet it's already had a huge impact on how I feel and what I do, creating confidence in the beautiful balance between my agency and God's grace. If you've listened to me for a while, you might have heard me mention my belief walks before. I go for a belief walk almost every day. What is a belief walk? Well, first of all, what would it look like for you if you were going to go for something called a belief walk? Let me tell you about what I do. I like to go out about the time the sun comes up if I can or early in the day. I put on my New Balance shoes and sweatshirt and pop my Bluetooth earbuds in and I start listening to my belief walk playlist on YouTube, which is mostly Helen Jane Long piano music with some soundtrack from The Chosen and some piano guys thrown in and even some Fleetwood Mac, to be honest. And I always head east toward the sun, out of my neighborhood, up the dip. If you live in Springville or Mapleton, you know where the dip is. And while I'm walking and listening to my epic music, I imagine the best possible scenario for something in my life, for my work, for my family, for my friends for my church, for the world. I imagine all the things that I want to believe are possible. I imagine that everything works out in the end. I imagine the highlight reels. Sometimes it's not super fancy. I just think through an experience that's coming up. Kind of like a gymnast might imagine performing their routine before a competition. I often will prepare for coaching by imagining that coaching session sitting there talking with a woman that I really care about, with both of us being filled with light and the insight I want to bring to the coaching. Or often I imagine a client as her most radiant, powerful self when she's resolved the things that are in her way and she's created what she's seeking. Often the things I imagine almost always become very symbolic, more like parables and analogies and metaphors than reality. I think of it as spiritual imagination or intentional vision, and I often return to the same visions over and over like re-watching a favorite movie, making them richer and more detailed. Here's one of my favorites. It's inspired by a story in the Book of Mormon. If you've read it, then you know about the Jaredite barges that carried a group of people safely across the ocean with God's help. These people were guided to build these barges and prepare for a long journey, then get in them and shut themselves in because these barges were completely enclosed with no windows. 
They were light and tight. I imagined them shaped like a football, and then they launched into the ocean. And God made sure the wind blew furiously and continuously to get them all the way across the ocean to their promised land. And I had just read that story again one day when I took off for a belief walk. And at that time, I was thinking a lot about my grown-up kids and feeling concerned for each of them, wishing I could fix all their problems and take care of them the way I could when they were little and we were all together. Now I have four grown-up children off living their own lives. None of them even live in the state where we live, and they're busy creating their own experience now. And sometimes I'm concerned, like all parents are, that things are going to work out for them. So this day, my thoughts turned toward my kids and how it used to feel like our family was all in one barge together in the ocean, where I could feel like we could watch out for them and take care of them even while we were in rough seas, but now they each have their own barge. So as I was walking, I could imagine seeing them all spread out down the beach, each of them building their own barge, each of them preparing their own food and supplies and light for their ocean journey. And then it's time to get in, and they each get in their own barge, some with their own families now. And I watch them shut the door tight and launch into the ocean on their own. My hubby, Mike, and I have our own barge now, just the two of us. So we get in ours too, and we start off on our voyage. When the seas are calm, we can pop out of our barges and wave to our kids in the distance. But more and more storms keep us huddled, sealed tight up in our own barges, unable to see how our kids are doing, just praying that they're safe and calm and that God is sending the wind and currents to keep them sailing steadily in the right direction. Sometimes the waves are just high, 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 and we feel ourselves rising and then sliding, sliding, sliding down. And sometimes we can feel that we're deep, 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 safely underneath the stormy surface, rushing on a current like an underwater highway to get us to the promised land. From my imaginary view high above, I can look down and see all of our tiny barges in an enormous ocean gliding like dolphins and leaving trails of light behind us. I imagine what it would be like at times when a storm had calmed enough to throw open the top door and anxiously look around to see if my kids had made it through the waves and their barges. And what a relief and joy as I see one, then two, then three barges in the distance, intact and still sailing on undeterred. Where's the fourth one? Looking uneasily farther in the distance, no, nothing. Looking back, we can still see the storm raging behind us. I'm feeling that pit of fear that we lost one, anxiously scanning for any signs. Then the relief and joy when that last barge breaks through the dark waves. A little slow and tippy, but still making headway out of the billowing sea. It's a dramatic voyage, (laughs) but as all voyages do, it ends when we finally get to the other side. And how amazing when all five barges skim up on the beach, we get out and run and hug and celebrate and hear the stories of what the epic journey was like for each of them in their own barge. 
So that's one of many intentional visions that I turn to on my belief walks. I'm sharing this with you because not only does it feel inspiring and uplifting while I'm walking, but in my experience, spiritual imagination can change our reality. For example, this vision about the barges and my kids going on their own journey changes the way I feel about my kids as they launch into their own lives. I feel trust. I feel confidence. I feel proud. I feel awe. I feel reverence. And I feel deep gratitude. As I imagine them coming through the stormy ocean in their own barge with God driving them and watching over them the whole way. When I feel those feelings instead of worry and concern and desire to take charge and control it all, it changes the way I interact with them in real life. I can let them have the human experience they came for. I can feel confident that God is directing their journey. I can trust their decisions. I'm confident they'll figure it out and that everything they experience is going to be for their good. And I expect a joyful outcome. And that's the kind of mom I want to show up as. I get the result I want of being a calm, hopeful mother of grown children who are living their own journeys now. As we are seeking deeper meaning and purpose at this time in our life, I offer that spiritual imagination is a tool and a practice you could use to help you envision your most fulfilling and powerful life. For me, being able to let go of my old role as a caretaking parent and step into a new role with so much love and reassurance and confidence in them, that is a significant part of my purpose now. And intentional vision like this one has really helped me grow into that. I've experienced this with all the pieces of my life purpose, my marriage, my work, my connection with God, my belief in myself. When we believe that our thoughts create our feelings and our feelings drive our actions and our actions create the results that we have in life, all in a chain reaction, then anything that helps us think powerful thoughts is the key to creating what we want. And I offer that spiritual imagination is one way to do that, to think powerful thoughts and create that mindset you want. Intentionally using this power to change our beliefs, which beliefs are just thoughts that we keep thinking over and over, is the way that we create reality with our mind. Do you engage in some kind of spiritual imagination? Maybe you like guided meditations or creativity, or as the Book of Mormon suggests, to look forward with an eye of faith. I've noticed that imagining the best possible outcome through spiritual imagination actually physically changes the feeling in my body. Anxiety and dread and fear dissipate, and peace and confidence and enthusiasm rise up. And that is a state of being ready to do good work, to give and to listen and love and create. It's a miraculous connection between our mind, our body, and our spirit. Because as we open up and allow our mind to think beyond our present little box of drama, that lets God come in and direct our divine imagination to inspire what we need to see and even to get a taste of what He envisions for us. I love the balance between our agency and God's grace. When we make a choice to put aside our mind chatter and imagine something bigger and better, 
then God comes in to the experience. It's like the light of the Spirit is always shining, just waiting for us to crack the door open a bit and let some of it in to illuminate our lives. God created us and the world, and then He placed us here with the power to think, to feel, and to act, with the incredible gift of agency to make our choices, so that we would then become creators too. His gift to us is the freedom to participate in fulfilling His purposes. I believe He's inviting us to co-create our life with Him. What are you creating with your mind? I'm still a novice. I'm still learning, so I'm not coming as the expert, but just offering this if it sounds like something you want to try out, because it's really having a big impact on my ability to stay the course, to feel confident about the future, to love people. Like many of you, I've been going for walks for decades now, and usually I used it as entertainment and distraction and a way to de-stress, and that's still really great. But often when I have the choice and I think, I'm on a walk and I just deserve a mindless break and just listen to something bouncy and shallow, I think, what do I really deserve? What I really deserve is to feel filled with confidence and hope, assurance, and energy. This practice of spiritual imagination, over time, I've created all these little movies, I guess you would call them. There's one with an invisible rope and a canyon that I have to leap across. There's one where I walk into a white room that's filled with dirty windows, and I can't see what's outside until I clear the windows. There's one about women hiking to the top of their own hills and lighting their blazing fire at the top to light the world. Here's one of the reasons why this spiritual imagination works, because everything in the future is a story to us at this point. We are making up whatever we think is going to happen in the future. We don't know what's going to happen yet. So we might imagine stories of failure and fear and disaster, or we can imagine stories of triumph and love and jubilation. I offer that it serves us better to imagine the best possible outcome, and that doing so even helps create the future that you're hoping for. And I've also found that the more I put into the system, the better the results. When I am regularly engaging in gospel study and reading the scriptures, and I'm frequently listening to people that I trust as guides, reading good books, having regular prayer, all of these things feed our spiritual imagination. So I'm sure you've had your own unique ways of envisioning the things that you hope for too. So here's a few steps you can start with. First of all, is pick some music. I just find music is so important. Like you've never seen a movie trailer without music, right? And movement usually really helps. That's why I go on belief walks. Something about moving and being outdoors just really can open the door to that spiritual imagination. I've actually noticed another great time has been during the sacrament service at church when we're just quietly sitting and pondering. In fact, I think that's where I first started experiencing this spiritual imagination in a deeper way. The third step is to think about something in your life that you want some insight on, or you want to feel better about, or you want to be more hopeful. 
And then the fourth one is to be intentional and just decide, hey, I'm going to spend some time now inviting and thinking about the best possible outcome. And you can just start by imagining it happening in the best possible way, like a movie or a highlight reel. And then the last step is to invite God to help you see what you need now. I offer that this practice can really help you grow your midlife confidence in you, in God, and in the process of co-creation, that balance between our agency and God's grace. Anything is possible in dreams and imagination. It's a great way to create the purposeful life we want to be living now. Try it out on a belief walk this week and let me know how it goes. Be peaceful, be powerful, and love your radiant heart. I would really appreciate it and be so grateful if you would share this episode with a friend. I was so happy to find that we had doubled our listeners over the last month. That was our goal, and we'd love to be able to keep doing that and helping more people. So thank you so much.